You're listening to the Gaining Traction Podcast, Episode 1. The only way to hit the ground running is by gaining traction. If you're looking for tactical, actionable advice on how to get real feedback from your audience and turn it into immediate results that benefit your business, then you've come to the right place. Join Ryan as he uses years of collective wisdom to help you handle the issues that entrepreneurs face every day. Welcome to Gaining Traction with your host, Ryan Battles. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Gaining Traction podcast, where we take a look into ways to gain traction with our products. Uh, The material that I'm going to cover in this podcast is also covered in my blog over at ryanbattles.com. So if you prefer to read uh, Save to Pocket or Instapaper, uh, you can do so there. Also, I have a weekly newsletter that goes out that links to each week's topic. So if uh, you want to keep in touch, head on over to ryanbattles.com slash subscribe and sign up for the newsletter. So without further ado, let's talk about today's topic, which is morning routines. Have you ever found it easier to eat a healthy breakfast while succumbing to temptation when it comes to evening snacks? Perhaps you find yourself more creative and productive in the morning hours, while the late afternoon is often punctuated by what many call a slump. Whether your morning starts at 9am or 5am, the odds are that you find your best decision-making abilities and creativity strongest in the first part of the day. Based off of anecdotal evidence, it would seem that we're primed to do our best work in the morning. Our sleep overnight rejuvenates us. Our dreams help us process whatever is on our minds, whether consciously or unconsciously. So it makes a lot of sense that our best part of the day would be the morning. Because of this, it makes sense to have a deliberate plan to harness this magical part of the day, maximizing its potential and setting the foundation for the rest of the day. In the book, The Willpower Instinct, the author explains how our ability to make good decisions slightly decreases with each decision that we have to make. This may explain why, at the end of the day, we tend to cave into less desirable choices. If this is true, then it makes a lot of sense to remove certain decisions from our day that don't truly matter in the grand scheme of things. Like, what am I going to wear today? What am I going to eat for breakfast? Should I check my email now or take a shower? Do I have time to work out? All of these micro-decisions begin to eat away at our reserves for the day, and they're easily delegated to another time. For example, your outfit can be decided upon the night before. Or better yet, you can adopt a personal uniform like Steve Jobs and wear the same thing every day. Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg also wears the same shirt every day in order to remove the process of deciding what to wear. Perhaps you can become a minimalist like Tim Ferriss and reduce your wardrobe to just a few high-quality essentials. For many of the other decisions, you can form a habit and a schedule. So the the decision is not only made for you already, but you become used to the sequence so that you can move effortlessly through the morning, getting the most important items out of the way. Many financial planners tout the benefits of paying yourself first or allocating certain amounts of funds to savings before you spend the rest on other expenses. The idea here is that you'll be less tempted to splurge on that knickknack instead of saving because the money has already left your bank account and is sitting in a savings vehicle. When it comes to managing our time, a similar principle applies. Think of the most important activities that you'd like to accomplish every day. Now, make those a priority above everything else that will interrupt your day. Not only are you ensuring that these activities will be done each day, forming your desired habits, but they'll also be done when you are at your peak. 
Just like choosing the right activities for a morning routine, it's important to eliminate certain activities also that can waste this important part of your day. For example, morning news. Unless you have a good reason to pay attention to the morning news, your routine would do better to avoid hearing about all the bad stuff that's happened overnight. Do you really need to start your day processing the domestic violence reports or the break-ins that are across town? When you watch or read the news in the morning, you're giving someone else the opportunity to fill your mind with their agendas. Your phone. Many of you are cringing at this one, I know. It's tempting to grab the phone off my bedside stand and check email, tweets, messages, etc. before even leaving the bed. However, just like the morning news, by doing this I'm giving someone else the opportunity to direct my attention and agenda for the morning. Try skipping the emails and notifications in the morning until after you've accomplished your routine. A big breakfast. I know, I know, we're supposed to make breakfast the most important meal of the day. However, it is a fact that digestion takes energy, and eating a heavy meal has the effect of zapping our energy shortly afterwards. I definitely think that you should make a healthy breakfast a part of your morning routine. It just doesn't have to be a heavy platter of meats, eggs, potatoes, toast, butter, jam, etc., Try slimming that down to some fruit or oatmeal or egg whites with spinach. You'll still gain the nutritional benefit without the digestive overload. Sleeping in on weekends. Weekends are for relaxing, right? Well, our bodies have a circadian rhythm that's found throughout nature that operates off of a 24-hour cycle. Basically, by waking up and going to bed at the same time, regardless of whether it is a weekday or weekend, our bodies become used to that pattern and will adjust accordingly. The more you keep consistency in your circadian rhythm, the easier it will be to awake and get started at the same time every morning. Even entrepreneur Richard Branson, when relaxing on his own private island, still wakes up at 5.45 every morning. So, what exactly should our morning routine include? Well, that's going to depend a lot on the individual and what they want to accomplish first during the day. The following are suggested lists to pick and choose from when building up your own morning routine. 1. Hydrate. Our bodies lose over a pound of water every night as we sleep. This is primarily through the water vapor we exhale with every breath. To start the day off right, drink a full glass of water when you wake up to replenish. Scrape your tongue. I'm just going to assume that most of the people listening to this are already brushing their teeth in the morning. However, I know that not many folks have taken up the habit of scraping their tongue, which disturbs and removes bacteria that build up overnight. The result is fresher breath and healthier oral hygiene. Stretch. Even a few simple stretches can wake up the muscles of the body to start the day. Most of us stretch at least our arms to the sky when we yawn upon first waking up. Why not follow through and give your midsection and legs a stretch as well? Exercise. For many people, if they don't exercise in the morning, it won't get done. Exercise also clears your mind for the day and gets the blood flowing, increasing your ability to make decisions and be creative. Even 10 minutes on a treadmill or a brisk walk around the block can make a huge difference to the start of your day. Meditate. You don't have to wear an eastern robe and learn how to chant in order to meditate. Meditation is simply the practice of clearing your mind and learning how to focus. Founder of the Huffington Post, Ariana Huffington, starts every morning with 30 minutes of meditation. She is also so convinced of the benefits that she offers weekly classes to her employees. Read something inspirational. There are many daily reader type books that have motivational thoughts for the day. Start your day off by taking an emotional vitamin to put things into perspective and find some inspiration to stick with you throughout the day. You could also use this time to work through a business book, self-improvement book, or faith-based book. And finally, set or review a goal for the day. It's so easy to let the urgent but unimportant activities invade our day. 
Take some time in the morning to review the day's goals or perhaps a to-do list and envision yourself completing that activity. After you've decided what you're going to do to incorporate into a morning routine, the next step is to plan out your strategy for putting it into place. It's okay to start off with just one or two activities to commit to and build on from there. Some of the previous activities mentioned might only take a couple of minutes. They don't have to be 30 minutes to achieve benefit from the incorporating them into your morning routine. So let's start by getting up one hour earlier. If you normally get up at 8 a.m., don't start by setting your alarm at 5 a.m. Start with just an hour earlier. And if you find that you'd like to go to bed earlier, then you could do it one hour at a time to ensure that you still feel rested. Of course, your bedtime will also likely adjust as well. So write out a plan the night before. Don't go to bed without a plan. It's much harder to find motivation to start a morning routine when you're faced with the tiredness of waking up a little earlier. Make your plan the night before, write it down on a note card, and focus on your first step on that card when you wake up. Prepare your clothes, journal, etc. I mentioned earlier that you might want to set out your clothes the night before. However, you can also set your journal, your book, your tennis shoes, whatever else you need to make the morning routine a success. You're much more likely to follow through when the barriers are removed, however small. And finally, don't be discouraged by slip-ups. My last piece of advice is not to get too hard on yourself. We all slip up sometimes, and the dangerous reaction is to just give up. So keep trying, and you'll eventually find it hard not to do your morning routine. Well, that wraps up this week's uh, discussion. So thanks for listening in. Uh, make sure you tune in next week where we're going to talk about meditation, uh, learning more about that mysterious mind-clearing activity that many entrepreneurs seem to be doing these days. So uh, it'll help you find clarity in your business and hopefully get rid of some stress so that you can have a more productive day. Uh, again, yeah, thank you very much and make sure that you subscribe on iTunes. That would be amazing and leave a review an honest review. I want to know how to make this better. So if you think there's anything that I can prove on, let me know. You can email me at ryanbattles at gmail.com or, uh, yeah, go over to iTunes, leave a comment, a rating. Uh, I want to make this a, a good podcast. So let me know. Thanks a lot. That's all for this episode of Gaining Traction. Be sure to subscribe and head to ryanbattles.com to sign up for the newsletter and load up on more actionable advice to grow your business. Thanks again, and remember, the only way to hit the ground running is by gaining traction.